Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric. Join with my buddy Rin Pack as we break down Friday's nine-game NBA DFS slate. Seth Curry, thanks for that. That was fun. I enjoyed today. Oh, God. I, I had to watch like 30 minutes of basketball, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some chores. How was your day, Rin Pack? Yeah, seeing that Juan Toscano Anderson paid off, Tyrese Maxey paid off, Jay Sean Tate is paying off for those sub-2 percenters. It's been a uh, scrub fest turned into stars. Uh, shout out to Kelly Oubre Jr. Tsunami, Tsunami Poppy was at it, put up a career high tonight. Uh, really carried hit those lineups to the top. We'll see if anyone in uh, tonight's uh, Western Conference showdown uh, comes in with a late night hammer. Maybe it's LeBron, maybe it's AD, maybe it's Nikola Jokic. Who knows what's going to happen. Hoping LeBron so I can make back one-fourth of my money tonight. That'd be great. Uh, anyway, we are both in the middle of a top shot sweat. They're doing the uh, the NBA top shot deal where you get in line. They're, they're testing everything out. So we're both waiting on our pack. So if you hear us go dark for like five minutes, you know what's up. But anyway, today's comment bar. Uh, put something down in the top shot bottom end that you would pay top dollar for uh, for, for a moment. Uh, is that kind of what we're going for, rent pack? Yeah, name it. Name any NBA moment that you want to see that turns into a top shot moment that you'd be willing to buy right away. Uh, for me, for example, would be the LeBron block on Iguodala uh, in Game Seven in the 16 Finals. I think that's up there for me if I would uh, be able to cop one. I think it's one of the greatest plays in NBA history, and every single Dame winner is like unbelievable. I yeah. think you can make a whole montage you got a dame winner in like a a legendary pack don't you just like um go on vacation and imagine a dame winner compilation like all of them oh my gosh i'm I'm just like i just want this pack so bad it's not gonna happen i don't know what's going on i'm like the last person in line i'm pretty sure but we're gonna we're gonna sweat it out anywho you guys aren't here for this but we sure are uh but before we get to the analysis for friday get to the bottom bar hit subscribe hit the like button and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at osmo is going live you're ready to get started my dude 
Let's ride. Let's party. Sitting at the top of point guard over on DraftKings tomorrow. James Harden, 10,600. He's got that shooting guard eligibility. He's also got two other guys that are on the team with him that make life difficult for him to really get on top of it. Or once upon a time it did before Steve Kerr decided to come, or sorry, Steve Nash decided to come out with all of the, the coach speak where James Harden needs to get involved. And now you've seen 72, 61 and a half and 64 and a half. However, that 64 and a half came in 43 minutes the other night. Uh, pretty pretty crazy to see that kind of a number out of James Harden. So 10,600, if you could tell me he's going to play 43 minutes, I'm in, sure. Uh, Then 9,100 Kyrie Irving. Uh, So you're getting that $1,500 discount. He put up 56.75. I mean, these Brooklyn Nets are just crazy. I saw uh, something where they have the highest offensive rating uh, since the trade. They would have the highest offensive rating in NBA history, but also the worst defensive rating in NBA history simultaneously. So they're living on the poles. But hey, that's great for fantasy. Uh, It's just difficult to figure out how to to mix and match these three guys. And then Russell Westbrook, 9K, uh, coming off of resting the other other night so 9k against Miami and Malcolm Brogdon we'll throw him into 8k against the New Orleans Pelicans talk to me about the top end of point guard yeah over there on DK like you covered it's a it's, just, it's the Brooklyn tandem on well, two part of the trio but the Harden and Irving point guard tandem over there man that's a $1,500 price difference but it's gonna come down to an ownership despair disparity do you think uh, Kyrie might be a little bit higher owned than Harden just because of the price savings you can get on Kyrie. And Kyrie was great last time out, as well as Harden. They both were took, uh, I want to say, uh, Kyrie took north of 20 shots. Or, uh, Harden picked up a double-double. Yeah, uh, no, sorry, triple-double. Pardon me there. Picked up a triple-double. He's gone back-to-back triple-doubles, which he hadn't done since his uh, Brooklyn debut. So to see back-to-back triple-doubles from Harden is nice. Maybe he's getting more comfortable now. Those guys were on and off, like playing all three together. Maybe we, we get to see these guys get some more chemistry together and maybe they get going. Against the Toronto defense, that's improved a little bit, but still not as good as what they've been in the past. Van Vliet coming off a career game against uh, against the Magic, now going up against Brooklyn. So people are feasting against this Brooklyn team, you name it. Maybe we can go back to Fred Van Vliet, $7,900, but – if he's going to be somewhat heavily popular, I think I'm going to be significantly under the field there because I don't, I don't think uh, we saw we saw the ultimate ceiling there of 77 fantasy points. For me, his ceiling is usually like okay if he gets to 50, that's a really good band bleak game. I expect him to be in around the low 40s or uh, potentially mid 40s against this uh, Brooklyn team. Brogdon against the Pelicans, 8K. Uh, it's just like where uh, Brogdon's price has been all year long now. Over there in FanDuel, uh, top range goes by uh, Irving Brogdon, Westbrook against Miami, $9,800. Chris Paul, 8K versus Detroit. Paul came back down to earth after two, um, a run of like five out of the six games. He was sensational. Now going up against Detroit. Detroit is no one to be uh, – nothing scares uh, Detroit defense at all. So I think we can definitely take some shots with Chris Paul. Potentially a bounce back game. Larry's $8,500. He was a bit too expensive. Be willing to save and go to guys like Brogdon and Paul over Lowry and over Drew Holiday, who's all the way up to 8,300 now. It's pretty uh, impressive to see his price tag go up along um, sharing the ball with uh, Giannis and uh, Middleton. Yeah, I like I like all of those for the most part. I mean, for for me, again, people don't like to hear that we like every single player up top here. 
there's just kind of a an argument to be made on on this lead specifically more than others. Like if Drew Holiday at eighty three hundred can be kind of contrarian, like getting up against Cleveland is a good spot to possibly get on top of a tag. Lowry eighty five hundred is a big number of run FanDuel for sure. Um, but he's obviously continued to get there. And now Brooklyn, you're looking at the ultimate track meet between those two teams. So he could totally get on top of it. I would have more interest, I think, going to either one of them over on DraftKings where you get a little bit lower tag sitting at 7,700, 7,800 for him uh, over on DraftKings. It just seems like DraftKings pricing on some of these point cards is a little bit better, or sorry, like just more favorable um, between the 9K uh, sitting there with Westbrook and then going to like 8K with Brogdon. Um, like there's just, there's a lot of like favorably priced point guards to look at. So like ownership is going to play a big part in our process tomorrow, I think. Uh, looking down like further into the range, uh, Kemba Walker, 6,500 is a huge number for him over on DraftKings. I still feel like I know that he got on top of it last time out, but I do like 5,700 coming off of resting up against the Clippers. Uh, 5,700 over on FanDuel. It, it feels like a spot that I really kind of want to invest myself in too. Uh, DeLon Wright, uh, DeLon Wright, if you will, uh, he's kind of like starting to play into those like 30 minutes, 31 minutes and such. Uh, I wouldn't mind having some shares of him at 5,300. That kind of like is a, a tag that's sticks out there's just a lot of like there's a lack of offense there between Jerry and Grant between Derek Rose like whatever else um I'm, I'm gonna have some interest in in trying to maybe punt a couple of those with him and then we got to talk about it because you know I I'm assuming Shea will be back tomorrow I, I'm assuming or no he will not be so we got to talk 4800 Teal Maladin again good times uh seven stocks last time give me a Teal Maladin take for the road Oh, well, Tia Maldon's going to need a lot more than seven stocks now, right, to pay off that price tag. I kid, but he did take 12 shot attempts. He went two of 12 from the field. Uh, the shot volume is nice. Uh, the seven stocks probably will not happen again. Uh, maybe he goes six to 12 from the line, uh, six to 12 from the field, and pays off his salary that way. His price uh, tag didn't jump too high. Now he's going up against Minnesota. Minnesota's not that difficult of a defense. If Maladin comes they're not in good at defense, and he's forty eight hundred <laughs> on FanDuel, so yeah, that's they're not good. Yeah, that's not great. Keep going, but uh, yeah, Maladin is okay. I'm not too excited about it. I do think he might come in with a quite a bit of ownership uh, for a big slate like this. Uh, it's a tough. It's a tough ask to go to a guy who paid off his salary by getting there with seven stocks. Agreed. Uh, TJ McConnell, at least his price tag, he's under 5K over on FanDuel, so (laughs) 4,600. Continues to put up 30 at a ridiculous rate. Uh, Like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not playing TJ McConnell. Uh, Not playing Ricky Rubio. Ish Smith. No. Thank God we don't have to deal with that chalk again. Uh, That'll be enjoyable. So yeah, let's let's kind of like move on, I think. I mean, there's really not anything else down in this bottom end that I'm really looking at besides possibly some shares of, of like Cole Anthony of 5K will be popular against Chicago um, and, and a spot over on FanDuel that I could see you going to. But other than him, I don't see anything under 5K that I'm like, yay, I need to get a piece of that over on FanDuel. Yeah, I think we can hop right over to the shooting guard position and talk about potentially another uh, chalk day, Hamadou Diallo. Oh my lordy, I love it. Uh, that actually worked out well for me the other night. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, you're not going to hear me complain about Chuck Hamadou Diallo. Uh, going to the top end, we're going to start on FanDuel for this one. James Harden sitting at 11,000. Bradley Beal, 10,800. That's a huge tag as long as Russell Westbrook sitting next to him there. Uh, we haven't really seen the, the ceiling we've seen earlier from Beal. However, Beal can pop it at any moment, uh, just like, 
Luca, just like Giannis, just like any of these guys. So ten thousand eight hundred against Miami. Why not? If you're if you're trying to get super different on a nine game slate, uh, Fred Van Vliet is nine K on FanDuel. Hello, uh, that's going to be a pass for me. And then Zach Levine eighty nine hundred up against this Orlando team. So I, we haven't really seen anything out of him lately either. I mean, there's kind of just some overpriced guys over here on shooting guard. Uh, anybody up here that you would be looking at taking some shots on? Wow, Fred Van Vliet has already 9K price tag on there on FanDuel. So if you want to play Van Vliet, I do prefer that 7-9 price tag on DraftKings. 9K, let's talk about some pivots off of Van Vliet over there on FanDuel. I like Levine uh, saving $100 uh, less than uh, Van Vliet uh, if the ownership uh, favors him that way. Paul George, $8,600. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to play Paul George. His shot attempts are very sottish. Um, they're kind of tra- transitioning more and more to Kawhi and PG-13, just like, okay, let, let you guys take all the shots, and we'll hang out in the threes. If you're double teamed, we'll be there for a open three, and that's kind of what's been happening more and more as I watch the Clippers of late. And I kind of like it when Reggie Jackson's a starting line. I feel like the offense flows better than Patrick Beverly at times. But we'll see how this team matches up against Boston. Other uh, – in top range, uh, Harden versus Beal, I think I'm going to have to prefer Harden here slightly, even though it's a $200 more of a price tag. It's a tough, tough um, 1v1 there just because uh, we know what Bradley Beal's ceiling can be if he gets hot and Harden's you know what Harden's uh, floor can be if uh, the other two Brooklyn guys can get going. So it's a tough, tough uh, 1v1 with that price tag coming in so close with, by, with each other. But I think um, most of the point guard, uh, shooting guard, one of the shooting guard spots is going to be Hamadou Diallo again, 5K versus Minnesota. I think we need to uh, consider him as kind of like a cornerstone of the shooting guard position over there in Fando. Over there in DraftKings, he comes in at, uh, I just, uh, he is uh, $5,200. Another solid, um, comes in at a solid va- value over there. I prefer Diallo to Maladon. Uh, it's a $200. Uh, you just spend an extra 200 bucks for Hamadou Diallo, I think. I think it's a better a better play the way things stand right now. And other uh, spend-down options, I think, uh, not spend-down necessarily, but uh, other shooting guard options to definitely keep in mind. I like D'Angelo Russell again. He's under 7K. We saw that he took 20 shot attempts, played 31 minutes. And I do think those minutes are slowly increasing as he recovers from this quad injury. D'Angelo Russell is one of those guys in 30 minutes can put up 50 fancy points. He's one of those guys who can get hot like that. And I like being over the field on D'Angelo Russell kind of whenever he's on the slate because I know he has that upside in his bag. Outside of that, uh, I think it's a tough shooting guard position. I think you can definitely take your shots on a Donovan Mitchell versus Charlotte, Devin Booker versus Detroit. And uh, I think Anthony Edwards is now finally too expensive. I think it's worth just saving down to Diallo uh, in that price range over there. Do you have any interest in Terry Rozier on DraftKings? He's expected to play tomorrow versus Utah at $5,900. And, uh, or, and also Kobe White at 6 k who has shooting guard eligibility versus Orlando. Oh, man. Kobe White. The Kobe White experience. That was going so good, and then it was going so poorly uh, for for the last week. So that's that's been a tough one to stomach of late. Uh, Kobe White's a guy who's just kind of like hot and cold. He runs that way, it seems like. He's either super confident putting up shots making things happen. That Sacramento game earlier this year stands out in my mind 
where he was just kind of like able to jump on top of an upside out of the middle of nowhere. And then uh, for the last week, just been absolute garbage. So 6K is probably going to be a no for me. 5,900 Terry Rozier. I'm curious to see kind of like what that rotation is going to look like. I mean, Ball, he was in foul trouble the first start. The next one uh, played 38 minutes. So now you're looking at Terry Rozier kind of getting thrown into the middle of the equation. I think it kind of makes all three of them uh, unenticing at their current tags between him, Devontae Graham, and uh, LaMelo Ball. Um, I I just wouldn't really want to get super involved with it. I say that knowing full well that I'm about to plug Eric Bledsoe at 5,300 over on FanDuel. Uh, Completely waxed me the other day. I mean, part of that was the 22-point blowout against the Suns, but uh, 5,300. It's crazy to think he's only $100 more expensive than Nikhil Alexander-Walker, which makes literally zero sense to me. Um, I also want to let it be known we might have missed one guy over on point guard that I, I want to point out just because Colin Sexton is questionable. If he sits, you just play Darius Garland. You just do it. Um, but Colin Sexton uh, sitting at 6,800 on, on FanDuel, that'd probably be a pass for me as well. I like the D'Angelo Russell call. Uh, Jeremy Lamb at 5,800 in that New Orleans ma- matchup. Not not so much on FanDuel, but I believe he's got a better tag. I think I saw 54. 5,200 over on DraftKings. So I would definitely have some interest in that against the Pellies. But that Hamadou Diallo, I mean, run it back. Just run it back for me. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. He's, you know, 1.1 fantasy point permanent guy on the year. Uh, he, he just gets things done on a basketball floor. And I, I like that when the opportunity is there, the minutes are unembedded for the first time for, or unabated. Like there's nobody blocking him uh, from, from getting as many minutes as he can possibly play out there at the moment. And he can play shooting guard, small forward. Like I'm ready to party with some more Diallo. Uh, anybody else you want to go to before we finish out? Yeah, I think we hit on all the points here. Obviously news can change everything in a blink uh, as we saw today. I think we uh, need to move on to the small forward position. We do need to move on. We're ready. Uh, Top end of small forward on DraftKings. Let's go to Kevin Durant, 9,600. Hello. Uh, That's a a jarring price tag to see for him uh, in a good way in terms of it just being lower than you would expect. Um, he's been sitting in the 10Ks for, I don't know, if, as long as you can scroll down to the bottom there. Uh, for, for eight consecutive games, he's been in the 10K range. Now 9,600 up against this Toronto team uh, at a small forward position that's generally tougher to fill. I don't know if it's like that insanely difficult. To, I, I think we have some options to, to play with that small forward more than we normally would on, on a random slate. So uh, 9,600, though, is a nice tag to see over on DraftKings. Kawhi Leonard, uh, 8,800, ended up playing in the back-to-back, uh, the Brooklyn to Cleveland back-to-back the other days. So that was nice to see. Uh, he's playing decent, uh, played really well in that Brooklyn game, uh, but everybody's going to play pretty well against Brooklyn. Now a tougher matchup here, but Jalen Brown is questionable. Um, so that's going to be an interesting thing to kind of see how that's going to pop out for the entire Celtics team. That could open up a bunch of value here and there. So so keep that in mind. If he were to be sitting out, I mean, Kawhi, 8,800. I, I don't think Jalen Brown's the best defender in the world. Semi Ojale is okay, I guess. Like, I'd be a strange rotation to watch, but Kawhi Leonard, I definitely have some interest in. And to finish it out up top here, Jimmy Butler sitting there against the Washington Wizards. Matchup you like to pick on. He's been looking great since he got back. Three consecutive games of 44 and a half or better. Uh, talk to me about these top guys. Yeah, it's Kevin Durant taking on the Raptors since the first time he tore his Achilles in the uh, June June uh, 2019 finals. So, but obviously it's not in Toronto. It's an interesting uh, narrative to talk about. But he's ninety six hundred dollars, and it's Kevin Durant. We know what he can do. It's Kevin Durant. We don't need to be too worried about him. 
10-7 on FanDuel. That's kind of steep for him. Uh, I think it's uh, there is merit to saving those $2,200, going down to a guy like Butler, save those $1,100 and go to a Kawhi Leonard versus Boston. I think uh, Kevin Durant's a fine spend-up option over there, but I do think those uh, the saving that salary will help to pay up for some other guys. Some slight upgrades in other positions will definitely help. Chris Middleton versus Cleveland, $7,900. He's just been a model of consistency this season, uh, which is uh, fantastic at $7,900. Pascal Siakam is up to $8,900 against this Kate Brooklyn Nets matchup. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a unique uh, roster build to pay up for Siakam. I do like that because, in the sense, we can. Some of these guys are just going ballistic versus the Brooklyn Nets, and why not Siakam? Jalen Brown, eighty-seven hundred dollars. I think I prefer uh, paying up for Siakam just because of the matchup. Jalen Brown might see the likes of Kawhi or PG at times, and we know how tough of that that defensive matchup can be for the opposing player. Jeremy Grant is now down to sixty-eight hundred dollars. He has come down to earth mainly, but he had a monster game against Utah. Played thirty-eight minutes, put up forty-five fantasy points. $6,800. I think he's going to get some quite a bit of ownership versus Phoenix, but Phoenix is a very good defense. Keep in mind of that. Gordon Hayward versus Utah, uh, one of his former teams. And I think Gordon Hayward, another similar to Chris Milton, been very, very good uh, in terms of consistency all year long. Those are small forward when you have to roster two on Fino. There is some really good options throughout the slate. Over there in DK, I think uh, Diallo, who has small forward eligibility, is definitely going to have some ownership. Jimmy Butler. $8,300 versus Washington. Another good spot for him to take advantage of. So I think we can definitely go to Butler. Uh, Mikel Bridges, $5,300. Just plays a ton of minutes uh, in mid-30s minutes. He needs to just hit some of his threes. He's gone 0 of 11 the last two games out from three. I expect that to turn around, and I think it's a spot where he could pay off that price tag. And uh, Darius Baisley, $5,700 versus Minnesota. Was great last time out. It was great for your lineup the other night on FanDuel. Is he someone that you will be considering again tomorrow versus Minnesota? Yep, I definitely will. Let's just run it back. I'm here for it. Uh, he's just good at basketball. I like that he's small forward eligible over on DraftKings, 5,700. That's beautiful. 5,200 Diallo again. It's a great spot to be looking at there. Uh, I have a crazy guy. I have a crazy guy, and I just want to, like, throw it out there. So we can't, like, I know it's a nine-game slate, and I have no idea what the value is going to emerge it being. And so I'm, like, trying to pinpoint guys and seeing people who are kind of getting extra run. Actually, you know what? I, I'm scratching this. I can't bring up DeAndre Bembry with a straight face. 3400 think- over on DraftKings. He's 3400 Toronto in that Brooklyn matchup, a fast-paced matchup. I'm trying to find pieces of... of value that I can when whenever I can against this Brooklyn team. He's only 3400 Is Bembry somebody who could actually be in play on this slate? Um, I'm not that interested in Bembry, but I do think in that price range, there is no Lou Dort tomorrow. I think uh, one of Justin Jackson or Kenrich Williams Kenrich can be Williams, good. Yeah. So one of those two guys can be good. Maybe uh, we go to Justin Jackson this game in terms of ownership. Uh, played 30 minutes. Took, went two of nine from the field. You'll take 30 minutes at that price range. Yep. And I, really I was going to say, we got to find some punts down here. And mm-hmm. small forward, we try to find some punts because of how much upside exists at some of the other positions. There are some upside guys at small forward, don't get me wrong. Like 9,600, Kevin Durant's great, but I love the Kenrich Williams and Justin Jackson as well. Um, but yeah, so no on Bembry is what you're getting at. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> okay. I do think, I know as good as the Nets matchup can be, 
Yeah. He's going to be like option six on okay. that team, right? That's fair. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, I know I do think it's a a nice spot and to just differentiate yourself from a very chalky lineup and boom, uh, go to him. Uh, I do think there is merit to that on a slate like How this. How about the but... express slate at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time? Can I play him in that? Yeah, you can definitely play him okay. on a showdown or an express slate. Yeah. I'm just looking for it. I know OG's out, but yeah, no, I was looking then. I was just kind of digging around to find somebody that wasn't some of those OKC guys. Save that for you. Let you take the hammer home. Make me look like an idiot. I'm fine with that. Uh, anybody else at small forward you want to bring up and before we move on? No, I think we should hop on over to the power forward position. Let's do that. Giannis sits up there. Uh, he's pretty good at basketball. So uh, FanDuel, 11,200 Giannis and Tedekumpo. You should probably play him if you can because he's very good at fantasy basketball. That FanDuel lineup you alluded to for me, it was just like Luka Doncic, Giannis jamming some value. And then Harrison Barnes was like my differentiator at 2% and he went for 41. So that was fun. Um, got close, got close. So we're going to, we're going to try to run it back here on Friday. Cause we sure didn't run it back to on, on Thursday. I can tell you that, uh, Giannis to 11,200. Great. Uh, Jason Tatum played fantastic against Sacramento. This is not a Sacramento matchup though. This is the Clippers. So you've got Kawhi, you've got Paul George, uh, but Jason Tatum can elevate over any matchup. If, if, uh, Jalen Brown is out 9,500 on FanDuel, I would still have interest because that offense is going to go through one guy. You saw it even in the fourth quarter with Jalen Brown on the floor. The offense just goes through Jason Tatum. He looks great right now. So no problem going there at 9,500 if, if Jalen Brown were to be out. 9,200, bam, out of bio. Just too big of a price tag. But again, you're getting this Washington matchup that you were excited about the other time. They're running it back. He got to 45.2, which is great, but also not great at 9,200. So I'm probably going to still be off of him now that Jimmy Butler's back. And then the guy that we got to talk about every single slate, DeMontis Sabonis, 8,800. 54.4 all the guy does is just go for big big lines at this point in time like talk to me about this top end of power forward specifically Sabonis day yeah so Giannis KD Sabonis Tatum lead the way over there on DraftKings Siakam's also a power forward center eligibility and Siakam comes in at a very favorable $7,600 over there on DraftKings on FanDuel obviously Giannis and Sabonis stand out to me in their prices I like Sabonis is sub 9K over there. I think that's a very nice uh, price tag for him. I do think you can get different. Um, if you think Tatum can over- overcome the Kawhi and PG matchup, $9,500, it's going to be a very low on play. It's one way to differentiate yourself for sure. Now, Zion Williamson, $8,300, has been uh, very good of late, uh, pretty consistent against Indiana, $8,300. I think he's someone that we could definitely consider over there on FanDuel. FanDuel seems like a pay-up spot right now outside of Darius Baisley. Uh, and trying to pay off for Sabonis or Giannis seemed like a very nice thing to do over there. On DraftKings, um, other guys who have uh, power forward eligibility, Justin Jackson does over there $3,200. We talked about what can happen with him. Maybe Muscala finds his way to a few extra minutes there. It's an ugly play, $3,300. It's kind of getting really scrubby. But Sabonis definitely is one of my favorite plays along with Darius Baisley, uh, $8,600, $5,700 respectively. And uh, I think we need to talk about, uh, I think maybe if you are trying to building a bunch of lineups, has been very disappointing. I want to say the last four games out, hasn't crossed more than 20 minutes yet. Is Chris Boucher down to $4,700 versus Brooklyn. Now I feel like, going to go up against Brooklyn. Maybe Boucher gets a little bit going. 
Uh, maybe nurse trust him more. He's been a liability of defense of late. Maybe get some more volume and shot attempts against this very cake and Nets matchup. Can't do it. I can't do it. Nick Nurse hates him. So uh, Nick Nurse hates him. So I can't play him at any price. I can't play him for the men because Nick Nurse hates him. Uh, I would play Chris Boucher at the at the men. That's that's not true. But God. 13, 13, 18, 18. Those are his minutes the last four. And you have OG off the floor. You have OG off. It's been the Aaron Baines show, which is not a show. That's a that's a non-syndicated program. Um, it is not in syndication. It is not good. Oh, man. I just want Boucher to be a thing. 4,700, though. I mean, ugh, fine. Okay, you convinced me. Sound. You said his name, so I now must play him in some lineups. That's fine. I mean, Frank Kaminsky is putting up more fantasy points at around the same minutes right now, which is just not real life right now i i don't even know what to say it's been very very tilting yeah looking down at the bottom of power forward is like very very ugly i have no interest in trying to do anything with ken birch ever i have no interest in trying to do anything with james ennis or orlando uh, i i just kind of looked at orlando specifically because they're facing chicago which is a front court i like to target um nope not looking great to me there um, I really, I really don't see anything besides Tristan Thompson, 3,800 on FanDuel that I would have any interest in playing before, like beneath like 4,200, maybe, maybe some shots on Patrick Williams, but that's like about it. And that's purely like a numbers game where he played 32 minutes last time out. Um, we'll see kind of like if he ends up being like remotely popular, I might take a couple shots there to see if he could like spike an upside. I like rookies that, you know, as they get going, you know, they could just randomly spike one at any given time. And we, we don't have enough sample size to really know exactly who they are, except for Isaac Okoro. We know exactly who he is. Uh, anybody else that you want to talk about at Power Forward? Yeah, I just think uh, Davis Bertans is the new Buddy Hills for me. Uh, take a shot with Davis Bertans. Uh, I, I like that he's someone, one of those guys who can get hot in a, a GPP. You want one of those guys who just gets hot and gets there just by just shooting lights out. And Bertans is definitely one of those guys. Especially $4,300 on Fando, I think definitely should be considered. All righty. Well, uh, get down to that bottom bar and hit subscribe here before we get to the center position. Hit that like button if you haven't. Also, if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast Network or anybody else, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, leave us a review. Give us those five stars because obviously we're we're lovely people and uh, you want us to keep doing this. And this is fantastic. So uh, so just go ahead and leave a review if you could. Uh, did does world like a world of good for us so uh fire that up and we will fire up center for you uh going over to the center position on FanDuel uh with uh, with Cat out the highest price center is 8800 on this slate in Nikola Vucevic so that's the spot you can go to that's where I'm going to have a lot of interest against the Chicago front court um let's just fire him up there's there's really nothing bad that I could say about him there uh Aiton's all the way up to 8500 so uh, maybe some shots but he's starting to to fade of late not to be a box score watcher specifically but like just hasn't completely been there and Mason Plumlee's all right but like it wouldn't surprise me if he spiked an upside, but Vooch is just a, a significantly better play for only $300 more. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 8300 And then Miles Turner in this New Orleans matchup. We'll see if Steven Adams ends up deciding to go. Um, that would be a spot that I would definitely, I, I guess Steven Adams will play for sure. Uh, he played last time out. So uh, Miles Turner, 7700 uh, He's been a block party of late, and we like to we like to do that stuff on, on FanDuel. However, 14.9 in his last outing in that game with Milwaukee. Talk to me about center. Yeah, leading the way, Nikola Vucevic versus Chicago. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love Vucevic right, 
could be one of my favorite players on the slate with that price tag versus the Chicago defense. There's nothing I'm too worried about Vooch over there. $8,500 on DraftKings. Yeah, definitely uh, someone who's going to be very popular and rightfully so. I think it's a uh, spot for Vucevic to succeed in. Giannis has center eligibility 10-8. Uh, we know what Giannis can do. If this game stays close, uh, Giannis could get to 50 fantasy points by the half and he might not play the rest of the way. That's how uh, Milwaukee sometimes is rolling. But even if Giannis gets to high, like 30 minutes, he could put up 60 fantasy points. He did that against Indiana last time out and they still did, they still blew him out. So Giannis just has so many ways of succeeding. Uh, other other uh, center options over there in Fanduel. Gobert is eighty three hundred dollars. Uh, they, they didn't need much of him today as they took care of business of the uh, Trey Young less Hawks. Uh, Gobert eighty three hundred dollars versus Charlotte seems like a solid price tag. I like um, getting a little different with a potentially a DeAndre eight eighty five hundred dollars a pivot where I don't think he'll come in with much ownership whatsoever. Nas Reed's minutes have been. Uh, kind of uh, came up to 30 minutes after his return from injury. I think we could go to him against Oklahoma City in a mid-tier option as well. And it's, uh, that's pretty much it. It's tough to uh, find uh, centers on Fando pricing that really stick out to me right now. I'd say Vooch and everyone else to me, the way it looks, uh, especially on Fando. Over there in DK, obviously Vooch is someone who already mentioned that stands out. Uh, I think yeah, we, it oh, gets, it gets really, really gross. I'm seeing Cody Zeller's now 6,100, but he's facing Gobert. Not a great spot to go pick on anybody. I think a lot of the days of like free center plays might be up for people. I think we've had a, we've had a pretty good run for the last week, week and a half. seems like everybody's priced about where they should be. Um, I don't really see anything that really sticks out. The one thing that I, I think I, I at least want to like make note of Zubac it's Zubach season. Like that guy has been absolutely on a, on a just tread. Like he's just been trending up the whole way. No interest at 5,200 over on FanDuel, but like played 28 minutes against Cleveland. I know it was partial blowout, but like he's been looking really, really good. And I don't want to like, just have that be a thing that I'm obviously biased. So I must say he is the great hero of my life. But uh, there's like no way that like, I'm not going to have some shares of a 4,900 Zubach. Who's like, playing fantastic right now against like, I'm not worried about Tice. I'm not worried about Tristan Thompson here. So let's say if you're uh, building 10 lineups and in that 10th lineup, you have to decide between a $4,500 Boucher or a $4,900 Ivica Zubach. Uh, honestly, I'm just going to give up my firstborn child instead. I'm going to do that because I would much rather have those two. No, I, Oh man. I have to go Zubach because I know that I'm at least getting 24 minutes. I know I'm at least getting a guy who's a better than a fantasy point per minute producer, a guy that if he gets extended run can look like he, he just went out and tranced like uh, tranced trounced, excuse me, uh, the Cleveland, <laughs> the Cleveland front court of Jared Allen and Andre Drummond. It was really fun to watch. Um, I, I spent a lot of time watching him. So, uh, anywho, he's, he's kind of my random 4,900 guy down there, but like Boucher, 4,500, Tristan, 44, Hayes, no, like there's just nothing looking good down here at all. Do you have anything for the road? No, I think it's Booch and Gobert lead the way over there in DK. And obviously Giannis is a center eligible who needs to be talked about. But uh, there's another price tag that sticks out. I just uh, ran over it. It's uh, DeAndre Ayton, $7,100, I think. There is some upside for him to massively uh, 
destroy this Detroit Punk card. It's a little better than that 8500 over on FanDuel that they're asking you to pay. Just, like, gouge me, why don't you? Uh, anywho, that's that's all we got for today. Rinpak, uh, do you have any parting words for the weekend? Yeah, uh, good luck, everyone. I enjoyed the Super Bowl. We have a ton of Super Bowl content. There's a bunch of Millie Makers out there. Uh, do you have a Super Bowl pick? Uh, who's going to take down the Super Bowl? Oh. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I am I... betting against Tom Brady. I think I... Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. They had never lose in my uh, in Florida, it seems like. And it's. I think we're going to see a – hopefully it's a shootout. I just love high-scoring NFL games. I Hopefully we get something like that. Yeah, I, I write the prop report stuff. I'm not sure if I'm going to have one for Sunday, but I, I know I'll probably throw a couple of things out on my Twitter. So at Eric Lindquist, at Rinpack, make sure that you're following those two. Uh, I would say, I mean, I hammered minus three Kansas City as soon as that showed up. It went up to three and a half instantly. If I, if you ask me now, I, I'm probably fading on everything. I think everybody's going to play. I think everybody's going to be good to go uh, coming off of the haircut debacle. But otherwise, I, I, I like Kansas City quite a bit. Patrick Mahomes is like one of my favorite calls Ever, as I watched him uh, at Texas Tech just sling a ball around for 70 points a game and still, you know, uh, Cliff Kingsbury ends up getting a head coaching job out of the deal. Just crazy to me. But anywho, uh, that's that's really all we got for today. Go Chiefs, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you next week.